man. Come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Buddy to buddy to who are you? So hopefully they'll get a win down there in Vegas, and they'll put them cheeseheads packing back home. Nice. Play to work sports. 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 What up, world? Welcome to another episode of Late to Work Sports, where we got no agendas and just raw sports. As always, I'm your host, Jonathan, with my co-host, Ray Ray. What up, Ray Ray? Oh, what's up, John? Glad to be back. Hate that we missed a week, but here we are. Yeah, man. Uh, driving across country. Uh, took me like 40 hours to get here, pulling a U-Haul at 65, and then about two and a half hours out, man. I, I blew a tire on the U-Haul. You know... Just kind of what it was, <laughs> but wasn't a bad trip, no man. Just, you should have should have recorded somehow while you were riding, dude. I should have just put the mic on so you could have heard me hitting all the potholes. Yeah, that way. Oh, what was that? Look at that dust devil over there. You could have heard everything coming organic from you. Were you, were you the one? Were you on the phone with you when I was telling you I was watching the uh, the dust storms? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, John, who else were you on the phone with? <laughs> Bro, I was on the phone with everybody. Forty hours of driving. What I do believe, you mean? Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, just going just going through each person hey, will they pick up oh on to the next one hey, bro. on to the next one i was pulling everybody i could like oh man i ain't talked to this dude in about two years i called one guy and he didn't even know i had third kid that is definitely a disconnect hey man it's been a while been busy man what do you want from me but hey it is what it is. But anyway, let's hey, roll into it. But yeah, man, so we're going to recap uh, kind of a little two weeks, actually, on uh, college and NFL, man. And we got a little baseball action to talk about now that uh, now that we are in October. So I'm, I'm excited, man. You ready to kick this bad boy? Yes, sir. Let's kick it. All right, then. Let's get it. All right, man. So... First off, I guess I'll go ahead and I'll recap week three. Now, I don't know how you did overall, but I'm not going to lie to you, man. I did absolutely horrible. I went 6-10, and ten, so couldn't have been much worse. So I'm going to assume you beat me this week. But here is the week three recap. So we got the Giants. They would fall to the 49ers 30-12 to open the week on Thursday Night Football. The Falcons will get their first loss of the season against the Lions, 20-6, and it was also their first road game. The Titans wouldn't be able to handle the Browns' defense and would lose 27-3. The Saints would fall apart in the fourth quarter and allow the Packers to put up 18 unanswered points. Packers win 18-17. Broncos were not ready for what the Dolphins would do to them. Dolphins scored the most points since 1966, and the Dolphins win 70-20. to Chargers keep the Vikings winless through week three and win the game 28-24. Patriots go on the road and secure their first win of the season as they beat the Jets 15-10. Bills would have their way with the Commanders and they would win 37-3. Texans would get their first win of the short season as they routed the Jaguars 37-17. Colts would go to OT against the Ravens. In the end, they would kick the game-winning field goal. Colts win 22-19. to 
the Carolina Panthers would remain winless after losing to the Seahawks 37-27. The Chiefs would continue to bounce back after their opening game and win easily against the Bears 41-10. The Cowboys would look horrible against a winless Cardinals team and the end the Cards win 28-16 and hand the Cowboys their first loss of the season. The Raiders would make this game look closer than it was by having a big fourth quarter, but in the end, the Steelers would win 23-10. The Eagles win this game fairly easy and finally look as though they are back to their Super Bowl form, as you will, or if you will, as they top the Bucks 25-11, and the Bengals would get their first win of the season on Monday night as they beat the Rams 19-16. Ray Ray. How'd you do this week? Did you do good? I think you and I did about the same. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> out here that just I didn't see happening. I'm pretty sure I can pick out what six wins you had, too, without us even talking about it. I can tell you I didn't have the Cardinals winning. Yeah, I can tell you that you also didn't have uh, the Lions winning, too. I can't go against the home team. You know how it is, man. <laughs> I just can't I'm do it. I'm pretty sure everybody, everybody definitely missed it on that Cowboys-Cardinals one, though. Yeah, I'm sure there was a. Took everybody out. Yeah, that was one you weren't expecting. Um, I don't think no. I was. I, I honestly didn't expect the Eagles to handle the Bucks like they did either. Uh, the the Bucks kind of looking to me. That was the first one I was just arguing with my boy Silva today at work. He's a he's an Eagles fan since uh, whenever Jalen Hurts got drafted. That's what I tell him, anyways. And uh, that was the first win that the Eagles to me looked like okay. This was the team that went to the Super Bowl for the NFC right here. Like they didn't look shaky at all. They looked like they came to play against the Buccaneers team that had been doing very, very well and is arguably, I mean, they're number one in the NFC South and they're arguably the best NFC South team right now. You know, four weeks in, they're the top of the NFC South. And I would say one of the better NFC teams, you know. I would say. I mean, it's yeah, hard to argue. As long as they keep in that stride and stay uh, stay moving forward, they get a good chance. Yeah, and then probably the Texans, dude. The Texans routing the Jaguars like they did, like thirty-seven to seventeen. Seriously? Well, he's starting. He's starting to uh, look like the best quarterback here right out of this rookie class for sure. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was the best one coming out of the rookie class in the first place. I had him. I mean, uh, now as I think the, he's showing it. Yeah, and I remember they were they were you know trashing his dude talking about his. Football IQ is like super low, but we're four weeks in, right? And we've well, seen some stud to the Bears. To the I was to gonna the, say maybe you just don't want to go to the Texans. I mean, you know, maybe we sacrificed a little bit of our stock to try to get out of this, but it is what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, well, wait, uh, wait till we talk about next week's, and then I got some uh, highlights on that one too. So, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you do. Yeah, so just since we're on the topic of C.J. Shroud. So I'll go ahead and uh, jump right in it, Ray Ray, and we'll recap week four and talk a little bit more on this. So week four, man, we had a Thursday night for week four would feature David Montgomery going off against the Packers to get his first career win against him. I believe he was 0-7 until this game, and he had three rushing touchdowns. I know because he was sitting on my bench. Lions win 34-20, to just so you know I still won. We would go to London for the first game of Sunday as the Falcons would take on the Jaguars. Hey, 
Wasn't a good day for the Falcons, however. The Jaguars would have their way and bounce back from getting routed by the Texans 23-7. to Bills continue to show they are not to be messed with as they destroy the Dolphins, who may have just been tired from last week. We don't know. But they won 28, or excuse me, 48 to 20. Broncos versus Bears. One of these teams will get their first win. Sorry for all you Bear fans out there. (laughs) Sorry for all you Bears fans out there. It wasn't them. The Broncos win 31 28. Justin Fields, oh man, poor guy. Ravens looking to bounce back against the Browns. And that's exactly what they would do, man, as they beat them down 28-3. Bengals look to build on what they did last week. Unfortunately, they didn't. Titans and King Henry crushed them 27-3. Thank you, Joe Burrow. I'm glad you're uh, my starting QB. Another week, another OT game for the Colts. This time, they wouldn't win, though, as the Rams had a walk-off touchdown 29-23. 29-23. Thank you, Puka. He is on my team, making up for Joe Burrow. Commanders are going to take on the unbeaten Eagles. And their first loss, right? It would be a shout-out, and it would go to OT. However, the Eagles would remain undefeated, and they would win 34-31. to Panthers and Vikings looking for their first win of the season. Well, the Panthers are going to have to wait another week as they would lose 21-13. to Texans seem to be on a hot streak because this week they handle business easily against the Steelers, 30-6. to Khalil Mack would come back to visit his old team, the team that drafted him, and he would do a little something-something. He'd sack the quarterback six times as the Chargers handled business 24-17. Cowboys look to bounce back against the Patriots after the embarrassing loss last week. That's exactly what they did. They'd win 38-3. Cardinals trying to knock off another top NFC team in the 49ers this week. However, history wouldn't repeat itself as the 49ers easily win 35-16. Chiefs going to play the Jets on prime time. Hey man, this game will go down to the wire, but in the end, the Chiefs would get it done 23-20. And then finally, we would have this. You said you're proud of the ref? Yeah. Talking about, ah, no, you're talking about the one with Sauce Gardner. We can talk about it in a minute. The uh, the Seahawks will go to MetLife Stadium, and this will be the second primetime game in a row and just as many nights, man. And the Giants would, uh, they would easily get handled by the Seahawks. So MetLife is 0-2 this week, 24-3. to And that kind of recaps week four. So you want to go ahead and say your, your comment about the ref? How you talking about with that with Sauce Gardner? That was just a bad. That's blown. That's just bad coverage. What was it? I saw a thing talking about the narrative. It was like we have Patrick Mahomes and Brittany Mahomes and now Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. They can't lose as long as we show Taylor on TV. So now they just have the star power on their side. <laughs> yeah, I um, I was actually doing know, stuff man. during that. I seen the play. I seen Sauce Gardner make the the play. Or not Sauce Gardner. I seen the the penalty, right? I seen it all play out. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really catch too much of it before I was like trying to get the kids ready for bed. Over here, like during that time, it was bedtime for the kids. It was like eight o'clock or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't see too much of it, but I do know Sauce Gardner was mad. From what I understand, man, a lot oh, yeah. of people kind of agreed with him. There was a lot of uh memes too talking about 
all the Swifty fans probably now thinking that uh, what's this Kigari quarterback for the Jets? Zach Wilson. Yeah, that Zach Wilson's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes after the outing they had. It's like <laughs> they said that he all was the Swifties a... are finally watching. Yeah, they said they're he... think that he's better based off of one game. Well, they said Zach Wilson actually outperformed Patrick Mahomes, in, and they named a few stats, and it's the first time since college and pro that that's ever happened. So, Zach Wilson, man, if he kind of hey, gets it together, you know what I mean? He's uh, got a lot of believers. Bro, I mean, he's... He's, he's, diff- he's he, shown media growth, too. He's got to relax, stop worrying about trying to win the game, and do what you need to do. Hey, man, you're not going to win yeah. every game. You want to compete to win every game, but you're not going to win every game. And sometimes you have a chance to win at a later date, man, but you're trying to do too much at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? You just, and you mess yourself up. Mm-hmm. I got a, one good Bears fact for you real quick, too. Ooh, I love Bears facts. Go ahead. 0-13 since getting rid of Roquan Smith. I got a Bears fact for you. You ready? Oh, go ahead. Every team in the NFL since October of last year has won a game has except a for game. the Bears. Well, I got a better one for you. Every Ooh. professional team ever has won a game in the past year except for the Bears. <laughs> 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 NFL, uh, NHL, it doesn't matter. You name it, they all at least have a win. Yeah, they win something. Jesus. Was the Bears uh, next? If they if they don't win by next month, it's been a year, right? If it's by next it's month, like it's over a year. Yeah, I don't remember when it was yeah. in October, but right now it's been it's twelve like months. October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ugly. I'm sorry, Bears fans. Ugly. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a loyal fan base. If you're still keeping on those jerseys. <laughs> I mean the Broncos. Y'all thinking getting, about the Brian Urlacher days? The Broncos. The Broncos barely beating them. Almost finding a way to lose that. That's funny. Uh, I mean, and of course the Bengals. Uh, of course they, you know, they couldn't have just bounced back. They still have to be garbage. Like, dude, I, I think I honestly, I don't know what's going on with the man. I, I definitely think Joe Burrow is part of the problem, but I think he's, I think he's still nursing his injury. To be honest with you, man. Jamar Chase claims he is, saying they'd rather them just sit him so he can be 100%. I mean, you're not going to probably make the playoffs at this point anyways. No, well, I also just paid you so much money. Why would I throw it away? I'm guaranteeing you so much money that if I keep playing you and you get hurt, I have to pay it out to you. Mm-hmm. Like, Bro, how about the Texans? This is what we were talking about, right? I'm going to talk about the Texans and the Vikings and the Panthers mm-hmm. and all this, right? So I'm not – look, the Steelers are the Steelers. I don't know if you heard about the um, offensive coordinator. Apparently, has a burner account on Twitter where he's bashing players. He's uh, or not players. That's he's bashing the media. Uh, Matt Canada, I think is his name. Um, he's bashed players. He's actually bashed Tom. Uh, not Tom. Jeez. Um, Mike Tomlin in in one of it. You know, he's like, oh, he names off all the offensive coordinators, and he's like, what do all three of these have? The common denominator. And he names off, I believe, the GM, but he also names off Mike Tomlin. So it's like, ooh, that's your boss, bro. You know, like, that's your boss. You're saying yeah. he's the reason that the Steelers, like, are garbage? Mm, maybe maybe if you're like, okay, one of the things, like, you know, he's the boss, he takes blame for everything, but maybe he's just making the wrong hires. But the Texans have their way with them, right? 
And CJ Shroud has another monster week. Um, I think they said he... What was the stat I seen? I think it was him that had the most completed passes without an interception by a rookie ever or something like that. And it's not even close, dude. He's dramatically ahead. Uh, and then you have Bryce Young. He The Panthers gave up a lot to get him. Right now, the Bears actually have the number one and number two pick next year. The Panthers gave up a lot to get Bryce Young. They can't protect this dude. He is smaller. They haven't won a game. They're 0-4 right now. And they pass on C.J. Stroud. I mean, is it an investment, though, if you can't protect the dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's getting... You, if you got this it's dude a broken getting blasted. Yeah, it's RG3. Yeah, I mean, it's like if, if you don't know anything about stocks, and you just go buy them, you're still investing. It doesn't mean it's a good investment. I mean, yeah, but I think I, I told you back then, CJ Stroud was the best, um, and then I would said probably Bryce Young second. But I'm gonna tell you what, yeah, there's there's no argument. Anthony Richardson's not even looking too bad right now, man. You know? No, but he also has a good line, and he isn't five eleven. It's just hard to do that when your linemen are six three and above. He has a better line. I wouldn't give it a good line per se, but he's got a better line. All you, all you need is Quentin Nelson. That's it, right? That's yeah. all you need. Oh no, man! Quentin Nelson against uh, who they play this week or last week? I don't, the world? No, no, no. Who was the Colts? They play against the Rams. Aaron Donald was just eating them boys alive. That's different. That's a. It'll be hard to find another Aaron Donald for a while. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I say that, but meanwhile, over there on the Eagles, you got a uh, that boy that was passed up by everybody Stop who was putting it. up ungodly numbers. Stop. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, I, I, I have to. I, I have to hear huh? it from Silva I, every I? time he talks. That's all Silva talks about, man. It's hey, bro, Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter. Wouldn't you? They they robbed. They there's like a bandit in the night, man. I don't know how he fell that low. I'm a. Here's the thing, dude. Look, look, Silva. You're right. Keep going. Stop Keep it. giving it to John. It's you one let, man. You let him know. It's one man. Okay. Okay, and Aaron Donald's one man. And that's why and he ain't, Cup is one man. And they're not changing the it dynamic. They're not changing the dynamic. You know what? One man changes the dynamic. A quarterback. Shoot. Now nah, they good because they also got a what's that big Jalen Davis down there too. I mean they're gonna be got Wombo Combo down there. They got Nakobe Dean coming in. I can tell you nasty. they're definitely not going to beat the Forty ers Well, we'll find out. Silva, I'm on your side on this one. Yeah. Shut up, Ray Ray. Shut up, Silva. I don't want to hear it. All right, so anyway, let's go. Let's roll into week five before we just go ahead and cut this show short. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so here is the week five preview. Obviously, we didn't get our picks in for week four, so let's throw our picks in this week, and uh, we'll just toss it back and forth here. So week five, we got the Bears versus Commanders. So Justin Fields, to me, man, he looked good last week, even though the Bears lost. You know, he had like a at one point, I think he was like sixteen for sixteen and three touchdowns. You know. Pretty nice. Uh, Commanders also look good, and they almost beat the Eagles. It took them to overtime. I still think the Bears can turn it around and win. You know some, or you know, I'm not gonna say win a lot of games, but can win some games. Based on total yardage by the offense, total yardage allowed on defense, they are fairly close. The edge does go to the Commanders in both of these categories, but not by much. I do think the Commanders have faced stronger teams. But I'm also not ready to throw away Justin Fields yet without giving him 
I, I personally think he needs to be off the Bears for me to really make an assessment because the Bears historically have bad quarterbacks. But with all that being said, I got the Bears winning. Who do you got this week? Bears or Commanders? I'm just going to take the Commanders. I just don't have any faith in these Bears. Also, I just want to see it get to the uh, October and it be a whole year since they've had a win. You are horrible. I'm here for the hate. I'm here for the hate train. All right. I'm pulling for the command. The sleeper team, baby. I'm going for the sleeper team. They're going to command some victory. The soon-to-be reinstated Redskins. <laughs> I'm pulling for that, too. I'm with the tribe. Yeah, well, I know a lot of uh, Commanders fans that don't call them the Commanders. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I know a lot of Steelers fans that don't call them the Commanders, either. There's some things that you can change that don't ever change. Wait, what? Why did you bring up you Steelers can fans? Because the they fall into that too. Because of the rivalries and all that. Uh-huh. They still call them Redskins. Come on, John. Okay. Anyways, uh, next we got Jaguars taking on the Bills in London. Who do you got this week, Ray Ray? Do the Jags just live in London at this point? They played more than any other team internationally, I believe. They do it every year, pretty much. I'm just going to have to pull for the Jags, man. Even though the Bills are a regular season juggernaut, and they probably will get a win here, I just have no faith in the Bills overall. That being said, I'm going to pull for the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. Okay. This one was a tough one for me. I went back and forth, man. The Jags seem to live overseas every year, like you said. And they did play there last week. So they don't have to travel this week. They are 500 over in London, 5-5. Five and five. And the Bills are 500 over in London, 1-1. One and one. But to me, the traveling thing is what's going to be the big change here. And it's going to allow the Jaguars to prep better. So because of that, I'm going to give this one to the Jags. But like I said, it is a hard pick. But... Jaguars. So, next we got Texans taking on the Falcons. Texans are rolling right now. Falcons are struggling right now. I I can't officially pick against my Falcons. Just can't happen. No, we got to root root, yep. root for the home team. Yep. But I do think the Texans are the better team right now. CJ Shroud is putting it together now. But I'm going to go with the Falcons this week. Again, hey, I'm riding with them each week. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, we ride no matter what the car looks like. Uh, it is hard to say, though. I mean, because Ritter is looking like he's struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll find out. But, yeah, I got to go with the Falcons. Can't pull against the home team. What kind of fan would that be? Exactly. Next, we've got the Panthers going to Detroit to take on the Lions. Who do you got in this one? Can't pull for the in-division rivals, so I'm going to have to pull for the Lions. It's just, I mean, there's there's no more to it. I just think the Lions are also a better put-together team. I think Goff is really hitting a stride over there. And like we've talked about, the Panthers just have a struggle bus that they're riding and can't seem to get it going. Yeah, I mean, we beat the Panthers. Um, it wasn't like a crazy beatdown or nothing, but we did we did beat them. And then we went to play the Lions in Detroit, and the Lions handled us like it was no problem. So I think we're going to see the same going thing. Going based off that. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. So, no, with that being said, I, I think the Panthers are going to have a hard time there in Detroit as well. That crowd is hyped. Uh, they have something to get behind for the first time in a long time. And 
I don't know. I don't think the Panthers got anything going on right now. You know, like I said, CJ Stroud, best quarterback in their draft, in my opinion. Right now, Richardson is looking, honestly, probably better than Bryce Young. So, pass rush alliance is going to make it probably hard for Bryce Young. So, with that being said, hey, home team, the Lions win it. So, yeah, yeah. Next, we got the Titans versus Colts. So, the question here isn't if the Colts can score. It's if their defense can stop anyone. They've allowed over 400 yards on average total. And over 120 of them being rushing yards. Hey, we know who plays for the Tennessee Titans. So we all understand the, the Titans game plan. So this week, man, I, I'm going to I'm going to say that the Colts defense steps up and slows the Titans down and Colts win this one. Who you got? Man, it's so hard to be on the same team with them. But I'm just going to have to tighten the F up, I think, this week and just give it give it to the Titans. I mean, when you're letting up that many yards and you got King Henry, who obviously still isn't slowing down, even though he's about to be, what, 40 years old or creeping on it, getting close. <laughs> I swear, I know he's not that old, but it feels like he's getting up there. It's like about to be the next AP. The point is, he's still putting in. I'm going to have to go with King Henry. And uh, Cordova is going to have to get a little excited to hear me say that to tighten the F up. So we're going to go with the Titans. All right. Well, next we got Giants versus Dolphins. Who do you got, Ray Ray? Look, man, Dolphins got their butt handed to them. They get to recalibrate, reload. Giants are on the struggle bus. Danny Dimes is not him. Tua is showing that he is him and is balling out. Dolphins had a down week. Just like anything, it's time to bounce back. Ends up. Hey, Giants are disasters. Dolphins looking good. They will bounce back after getting stomped at the hands of the Bills. They're going to steamroll the Giants. So, Dolphins as well. As well. Saints versus... 70 to 20 again? <laughs> hey, the Giants are allowing gonna... big numbers up against them. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't, be su- at him. I wouldn't be surprised to see over 50. I'll see if I can get a play out there. <laughs> You'd be dancing on the sideline, would you? What a goon. Dude, he's just living life, man. Can't take it away from him. Oh, he's loving every second of it. Next, we got the Saints versus Patriots. So, hey, Patriots looking rough right now, and the Saints are performing like I think many of us assumed they would. The Patriots defense is also hurting this week with Gonzalez and uh, uh, Jadon being out. So, I think it's going to be hard to stop a Saints offense. So, as much as it pains me to say, I think the Saints can pull this one out, but I hope I'm wrong. Who do you got? I mean, logically, that makes sense. But again, I can't pull for somebody inside the own region. The only time is when they play each other. So, for that being said, I think Bill Belichick is just going to figure it out. He's going to pull out the whitest of white men from the nether regions that no one's ever heard of and somehow get it done. Oh my God. Patriots on top. Ugh. All right, next we got Ravens versus Steelers. This is uh, probably not as good of a matchup as it was in past years, but no. who do you got? Uh, for fantasy, I hope the Steelers do really well. Realistically, I think the Ravens are going to win this game. I just think Lamar's better put together. Lamar's making it happen. He's actually able to throw the ball and run the ball. It's just hard to stop at this point. Yeah, well, also, Steelers have a lot of injuries right now, one of them being Kenny Pickett. We don't even know if he's necessarily going to play. 
Lamar Jackson will be facing a defense that allows almost 150 rushing yards per game. And the Ravens are also averaging over 60 yards more per game, almost 350 on offense. So to me, Steelers are struggling to beat bad teams. They're not going to beat the Ravens, so I'm going to give it to the Ravens. And we got the Eagles versus the Rams. So, the Rams passing attack has been clicking. They're averaging over 300 yards a game right now, which is huge. The Eagles are allowing a lot of passing yards per game as well, 279 on average. Both offenses are averaging over 400 yards, so it's probably going to come down to which defense can play better. But there's also talk that old Mr. Cooper Cup will be back. With that being said, man, I think without Cooper Cup, the Rams could pull it out. I think with Cooper Cup, the Rams definitely win. Who you got in this one? So it's hard. Right, it is hard to say Eagles are rolling. But I think if you're going to have Puka and have Cup, you're going to get a nice one-two punch going on with those two now because it's just going to... You know how it is, man. We see receivers all the time. They do good if it's just one. But when you have the Mm -hmm. one-two combo and you really don't know how to go and and your quarterback's already vibing with both of them, it's hard to stop. And Higby? And Higby? Yeah. I mean, just offensively, the Rams might have sold the boat two two years ago and suffered for it the past year, but they're looking like they're able to compete again. I'm just going to have to give it to the Rams. All right. So we see another unbeaten fall then. Next That's week, the NFL, man. Ain't nobody going seventeen to know. No, as long as they it's continue to, to make do this, that ever again. Yeah, as long as they continue to make the season longer and longer, it's going to be harder and harder. Yep. So next, we got the Bengals versus Cardinals. Who do you got winning this one, man? You know, it's hard not to want to pull for these underdog teams like the Cardinals, who have had so much going on against them, and all you've heard about is Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, and it's cool to see Josh Dobbs get out there and perform. But at some point, I just feel like the Bengals have to earn their payroll and and start winning. So for that, I feel like the Bengals are going to finally get another win and move up to what two and three. Yeah, two and three. They just they just, they just got to get on it. Realistically, I want the Cardinals to win, but I think the Bengals. So at the end of the day, Bengals win. Okay. So to me, Josh Dobbs is looking really good right now. And Joe Burrow is not looking good right now. Also, James Conner is running like a madman. The Bengals aren't even averaging 300 yards total offense. The Cardinals are averaging almost 100 yards more. And they're actually a fairly balanced attack. So, both defenses can't really figure it out. They're allowing over 400 yards a game. Much as it kind of pains me to say, man, I feel the Cardinals are hot right now. And they're going to win this game while the Bengals continue to try and figure it out. So I don't uh I don't give it to the Bengals this week, unfortunately. We got uh Jets versus Broncos next. So Jets almost won last week against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The Broncos barely won last week against arguably the worst or at least one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. The Jets I think are going to bounce back if Zach Wilson plays yep. like he did last week. He just he, he, he don't do too much. Russell Wilson is playing fairly well, but that defense is horrible, allowing almost 500 yards a game. With that being said, the Jets win this one as long as Zach Wilson doesn't force anything. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with that. Broncos are a top 30 team, uh, being number 30. So the Jets, I just feel like they have it going on. Zach Wilson's getting it figured out. out. Zach Wilson's advantage this year is having Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, mm-hmm. is having someone with all this in-game experience. You know, coaching staff is one thing, but somebody like that is completely different who wants to see you succeed and has mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. great things to say the whole time. And I'm excited for him. Just the, the development from last year to this year, and Wilson is impressive alone. I don't know if you saw the uh, the recent post-game interview where he takes actual blame for everything instead of saying it's the lineman's fault or the defense's fault. Yeah, he was on the sideline saying that too. Yeah. So right. I'm going to go with a what, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay, okay. Next we got Chiefs versus Vikings. This one was a tough one for me. The Vikings, they're hurting, man. Uh, and honestly, it's not because of Kirko. He's putting up MVP numbers right now. The defense on the Chiefs is also hurting after that injury to Bolton. Both offenses are almost averaging 400 yards. The Chiefs' defense is a bit better. But again, that was with Bolton. So who's really going to be able to win this one? I don't know if the Chiefs can shut down Justin Jefferson. So in the end, I'm going to give this one to the Vikings, especially them being the home team. Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, the, just given what you gave us to go off of right there, I'm going to pull for the Vikings. And then just with what is it he's about to average? It's if he, he's on pace for six thousand yard. Yeah, season. He's, he's got twelve hundred right now. But to go zero and seventeen, like that's so that's so garbage. Mm-hmm. It's not Kirk's fault. Kirk is not a bad quarterback. You I don't think so. Losses on him. I understand for the Vikings, I understand. You know he gets the credit for the losses. Nobody says he can't perform in, in prime time. But they did the same thing to Matt Ryan, and it was like he's putting up MVP yeah. numbers, though, dude. Yeah, you know, but it was well, it's it, always it, falls on the quarterback. It's like six thousand yards, fifty-five touchdowns, and like is it six interceptions? Some I think it's ridiculous. eleven or something like that. But still, yeah, it's, it's something it's, crazy. It's a five-to-one ratio, just about. Yeah, you take that all day long. You like that? Yeah, you like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we got Cowboys versus 49ers. Who you got in this one? Look, I'm not pulling for them boys. It's that simple. I don't care. I'll even pull for the Packers over them boys, and oh. I don't really like to pull for the Packers. God, Can't please. do it. Can't do it. 49ers all day. All right, well... Uh, Plus, they're just a more put-together team. Hey, like I said, best team in football right now is the 49ers, and if you disagree, I don't know if you've been watching football. They've put up over 30 points every game. The Cowboys are missing some key pieces on the offensive line. They're missing digs. So, remember, the Cowboys did just lose to the team the 49ers beat the brakes off of last week. So, with that being said, 49ers will have their way this week. That's right. Them boys are in true dem boy fashion. That's right. Do real good at the beginning of the season and then sell. Uh, hey, well, next we got Packers versus Raiders. Hey, Raiders, man, they're struggling right now. On paper, the Raiders do have the better stats, but football isn't played on paper. The Raiders have only beaten the Broncos, and so has everybody else except for the Bears. So... The Packers have lost by one point in week two, and that was to the Falcons. But had they not lost, man, their record right now is three and one. So 
I think Packers go into Vegas and win. What says you? Well, going off what I just said, I'm going to have to pull for that black and silver. Mm. And uh, Devontae Adams is just going to have to bite his teeth and grin it for that move he took there to go from buddy to buddy to who are you. So hopefully they'll get a win down there in Vegas and they'll put them cheeseheads packing back home. All right, all right. Well, we'll see how this one plays out. Hopefully a little better than week three for us. Well, that would be it for the NFL. Ray, Ray, you want to take the reins and let's talk about some college football? Yeah, man, we can run through it real quick. Got a few to hit for our week four recap. So we talked about the Oregon in uh in Colorado and as we saw Oregon absolutely dismantled Colorado taking the game 42 to 6 which is the closest game ever uh that they had was at the beginning of the kickoff for Colorado so that was the last time they were in that game was that kickoff but Bo Nix would leave with a passing yards of 276 yards three TDs and he threw his first pick of the year but Sanders on the other side would have his worst outing of the year throwing only 159 yards one touchdown and zero interceptions a little bit of the struggle bus for Colorado on that one. Yeah, that was uh, that was Oop. ugly for Colorado. Yeah, it wasn't their best outing. Mm-mm. Shifting on over to to your new school, FSU would face Clemson and they'd go down at overtime. FSU would manage to clutch up and they'd take home the W. Where Jordan Travis of FSU would throw for 289 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions to help propel his team to victory. Now over on Clemson side, Cade Klubnick. He would go 283 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. And again, like we've talked about, Dabo needs a generational quarterback. He needs those quarterbacks putting up crazy numbers, I think, to win. But at the end of the day, FSU takes it 31-24. My new team. What do you mean, my new team? I told you. What do you mean? I liked, I liked him as a kid. Yeah, but you're coming back to him after dabbling with some LSU and everything, and you're like, I think I'm coming home. Well, I, I, I was you're a Virginia Tech fan. fan. I was a Virginia Tech fan for years when Beamer was there. And uh, just kind of, since Beamer left, man, they just haven't been the same. And, you know, it's one of the things like, okay, I'm tired of watching this team that can't get it together, can't figure it out. You know, I, I still like Virginia Tech, but I can't get behind you when you just can't figure it out at all. I got I to, gotta, my home state team is doing good. And the team I liked as a little kid you know, it's like, man. Can you still fit that little kid jersey? I didn't have a little kid jersey. I had a little kid uh, sweatshirt, oh, okay. thank you, and maybe. It's tight, it just, but It's maybe. a thigh hugger, isn't it? <laughs> you can only put that leg in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I only well, like LSU because of Joe Burr, and uh, I I really hate their head coach now. I was, all, I was okay with Coach O. I don't like their new coach. I didn't like him when he was at Notre Dame. So when he went to LSU, it, it really was like, okay, I can't even get behind you now. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and break down where we had UNC and Pitt, too. That was the other one we talked about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it kind of broke down almost how we talked about. So to end week four, Drake May of UNC, he would throw 296 yards, which is the quarterback for, for UNC. I know I said it, but just so just to hammer it home because you're going to be shocked when I tell you how great Pitt's quarterback did. He threw for one TD, zero interceptions. But, well, Phil Jerkovic, he would go out and he balled out with a solid 109 yards, zero touchdowns, <laughs> and zero interceptions. Everybody on pit put in work 
except for the quarterback. He actually might have had the most rushing yards at 80, but the both touchdowns came from Daniel Carter and Rodney Hamden, plus a 100-yard kickoff return from Kenny Johnson. Pitt still would fall 41-24 to to UNC. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I don't remember if I picked you, uh, UNC or Pitt, but I know I picked FSU and Oregon. You picked Pitt originally, and then I broke it down for you, and you said based off of that, you I had to go to UNC. UNC. Yeah, well, well, you, know, you had a good argument. Yeah. What can I say? And it it seemed like it panned out. <laughs> yeah. We also talked about uh, Notre Dame and OSU and how Notre Dame would get exposed. And they really didn't. I think OSU got more exposed. OSU still won, but it was 17-14. to 14. Mm-hmm. So it was a close game. We also talked about the Nittany Lions over Iowa, 31-0. to zero. Yep. LSU would struggle with Arkansas, but still win, 34-31. Yep. And you and I were definitely wrong. Alabama upsets Mississippi, 24-10. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know what? We, we were, hey. Well, you can't get them all, but we got we got some of them. I say, well, I got one wrong. It was much better on college than it was pro. Yeah, because the only one we missed was Alabama. I think we agreed pretty much on everything else. We talked about there'd be some heck of a games, mm-hmm. but we we I think that was the only one we missed. We thought Alabama would get hog throttled, and they didn't. I was honestly really surprised on the Notre Dame Ohio State game. I definitely thought Notre Dame was going to get just dismantled. And I watched it and was like, wow, this game is a lot closer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was definitely a lot closer than we thought it would be. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I, I hate that we didn't get to banter back and forth on week five. I'm sure everybody just likes to hear you and I just go at each other. But as we get into week five, my few breakdowns I had, obviously I had to throw Georgia and Auburn on there. But I'll, I'll get to that one here in a second. Of course. Imagine that. Hey, man. So we'll we'll stick on the topic of Colorado because I did not think they would hang in there with USC personally after the whooping they got from Oregon. However, while facing, they would only lose forty-one to forty-eight. Again, a lot better. Caleb Williams would go off with four hundred and three yards, six touchdowns, and his first interception of the season. Hmm. But he is definitely putting up some numbers to go to a back-to-back Heisman if he's, he's continued a- down that train. They said he's having a better season right now than he was at this point yeah. last year. But I yeah. just to just so I wanna on a side note here, because I watched the game, I don't know if you got to watch it or not. That game was not close in the first, was not close in the second, was really not too close in the third, and in the fourth they just seemed to turn it on. It was like the offense couldn't really get anything going again, and the defense struggled, which apparently was the issue going in there. Yeah. So, I mean, Colorado almost pulled it out, which if Colorado's almost pulling out against USC, you got a problem. Well, well, then uh, Sanders, though, he would he would finish a pretty good game at up 371 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. Much better than last week, or the week before. Yeah, a, a lot better. It's mm-hmm. almost three times better. <laughs> well, this one hurt to watch. But uh, it is Deep South's clean old-fashioned. Well, it's not clean old-fashioned hate. That's Georgia-Georgia Tech. This is Deep South's oldest rivalry of UGA and Auburn. And there for a while, you know, if you looked at the, the stats on it, it said Georgia was going to win the whole time. But when you're going against an unranked team at home, 
and you're tied 10 to 10 going into the half. That's pretty uh, that's pretty challenging. You know, it's a gut check. Mm-hmm. But Georgia, like Georgia does as of this season, would come out the second half, kind of get some things figured out, manage to take home the W. Carson Beck would throw 313 yards, went one for one. So in the air, I mean, he's getting it done when it comes to flinging it down range. He just doesn't seem like he can't get to the end zone. Then Peyton Thorne on the other side, and Auburn would only throw for 82 yards in an interception. So, I mean, where's our disconnect hmm. here? How can you have one quarterback absolutely dismantle compared to the other one? Well, that's when your running backs come in, because Peyton Thorne also ran for about, I think it's 60-odd yards. So he almost had just as many yards scrambling as he did throwing. Getting away and making but at the end stuff of the day, with his legs. That's, that's right. Hey, that's what college football is about. UJ gets propelled to their victory, though, thanks to the workhorses of Dejon Edwards, who had 19 carries for 76 yards, two TDs. Now, this is the wild stat, is that Brock Bowers had only eight receptions, but 160 yards and a touchdown. He said only eight receptions. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You think only he's getting targeted eight. a little bit? Yeah, yeah, you think he's getting targeted just a little bit? <laughs> Jeez, man. But how do you not throw it to the guy getting 20 yards a catch? I mean, that's all you got to do is throw it to him. To? That's all you, you got to do is throw it, it to shoot, him. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, he's open. <laughs> Get him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> a few quick ones, and then uh, I don't know if you had anything I might have missed out on. LSU does lose to Old Miss, 55-49. UK whoops up on some Gator Tail, 33-14. And Texas walked all over. KU with a winning 40 to 14. Mm, only thing I think that uh, you, you didn't talk about Utah. I don't know if you've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Number 10, Utah got their no, first loss of the season to Oregon State, 7 to 21. That was honestly surprising. I thought Utah was going to win that one. So that was kind of one that was uh, like a wow to me. Um, the uh, you, you already said LSU, Ole Miss. That one was oh real close. I did leave one out. I did leave one out on you. Who you got? Notre Dame and Duke. I was just about to say That's it. Cool. I was looking at it. Yeah, yeah, twenty-one to fourteen. So Notre Dame, obviously, I, I don't know. They can't. They they can hang with the big dogs, but they can't hang with the big Dude, dogs. I but, can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. What, what but, what's up with them? Week in, week out. I don't know. But Sam Hartman does have a fan in me. Where I don't know if you saw, he uh, was being interviewed on the sideline, and he couldn't finish it until he checked on uh, the quarterback, Riley, to see if he was okay. Wow. Yeah. So Duke's quarterback got hurt near the end, and he's like, hey, I can't do this interview. i got to go make sure he's fine. And he went and checked on him, and then he came back to finish. A sportsmanship. And realizing yeah. it's bigger than a game. That's right. Sure that's, is. That's better than that one college player. I don't know if you've seen it or not. That stepped on the other, the defensive player stepped on oh, the yeah, uh, but... offensive player's neck. Yeah, no, that's garbage. Yeah, trash. But yeah, um, no, I think you really got it all this week, man. The only thing, Notre Dame, what is up with them? It's like they decide each week to play to the They'll competitions play up and play level. Down. Like, I mean, because I mean, I'm going to tell you, I don't think UNC is as good as Ohio State. You know, so it's like, right. what is going on here? I mean, no, not by any means. That's the only thing that's weird to me, but, man. I, I can't, I can't figure it out. So, 
I don't know what they want to do. I think Notre Dame is just taking it day by day, and maybe they're just trying to just win just barely. Maybe that's their game plan, win, but just a little bit. <laughs> keep, it's like a keep dash in the Incredibles when he was running the 400. Just coming second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a few uh, notables for okay. week six. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. So this one you might share. It's Texas versus Oklahoma. So this is the coming of what can come into the SEC. And I'm going to have to give my edge over to Oklahoma. I know Texas has got going on what Texas has got going on. Yeah, but I think we're going to get a little bit of an upset here because the Sooners have won 10 out of the last 13 games against each other. They're also favored right now by 5%. On paper, on paper, the quarterback is miles above yours. I didn't give you the stats. You just got to go look those ones up. I guess I got lazy while typing this. (laughs) Then, uh, because Brooks, though, of Texas, on the ground, is dominating. 86 carries, 600 yards, five touchdowns. So, I mean, Texas is going to be able to bounce back a little bit when it comes to the running game. But you know how it is. If you can't get that air game going, you can't get that running game going. We Falcons fans understand that. Mm-hmm. So you got OU, but huh? I will, but I will tell you, though, last season, Texas won 49-0. to zero. So you still got OU? Yeah, I'm still gonna take. I'm gonna take the underdog OU on this one. I think that big dog got a got to bounce back. It's got to got to hunt. Hey, I agree. Uh, OU definitely has to bounce back. Uh, got to hunt, whatever you want to say. But it don't happen this week, man. Texas wins this. Texas is the better team. Texas, to me, right now is playing some of the best college football out there right now. Um. I know that the the Red River rivalry is a big deal. Isn't that what it's called? The Red River rivalry, right? Texas. I think, OU? I think it is that one, yeah. Yeah. There's so many rivalries in oh, dude. college but football. But I'm not a Texas or OU fan, but I don't think OU is going to be Texas. I think it's going to be closer than last year. I think OU will actually score, but Texas wins yeah. this one in my opinion. You think it's going to be a close one if Texas wins? Maybe like a – one point or one uh, one possession game. I think it'll be within ten points, single digits. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a high score. We'll too. see, man. I think we're gonna see something you, you like a cra- 30, 38 to forty six or something, forty seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, something the, wild. These longevity rivalry games always go crazy. Mm-hmm. They just don't make any sense. I love them. But my next one has to be because we struggled with them last year in Kroger Field UGA versus Kentucky the reason why UGA is going to be on my list every time is because they still have not shown me as a fan why I should wholeheartedly believe that we're just going to blow everybody out because we have been on this bus of struggle the reason why I'm going to give Georgia any kind of give or why they would win it is I truly believe there's a meme going around that the number one is Bowers I don't know if you've seen that. It's like in the AP Top 10 poll. It's not Georgia as one. It just says Bowers. <laughs> Pretty great. But with him being the X factor, I have to give it to him. I think of UGA, they can't go in and make mistakes against Kentucky. Kentucky's playing like the team who will capitalize on those mistakes and make you pay for it. UGA's other only little advantage that I'll give back over to us is that Lad McCockney is back, and so is Bullard. They played for the first time again against Auburn. So you know how it is. They got to bust their rust, right? It's kind of their first real game speed after coming back of injury. So given that, I think maybe they'll be a little bit better coming against 
those Kentucky Wildcats. But again, Kentucky is the team. They will capitalize. You cannot turn the ball over too many times against them and not go blow for blow or they will take it away from you. All that said, UGA wins. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it to UGA. Uh... Kentucky is good for upset, good for game, stuff like that. They're having a good season right now, but I don't give it to Kentucky, especially going and playing on the road. So UGA wins this one. I'd say UGA can cover the spread too. Spread's 14 and a half points. I think they can cover it. I think they can if we actually find our identity now and don't have to wait to the second quarter to figure it out. Or the second uh second half. But other than that, man, I don't I didn't I didn't really have anything. I mean I have a I was gonna look at LSU versus Missouri just because Missouri's such an underdog in it and they've only faced each other three times and the last win coming in twenty twenty for Missouri where they won forty five forty one. But I mean other than that I just I don't really have many notable games personally that I care to watch in college football. I don't know about you for this coming week. I think you definitely got to talk about the Alabama Texas A&M. Right, Alabama did kind of bounce back. They showed that hey, we can do something. But Texas A&M is always a struggle for Alabama. Jimbo was one of the first ones to beat Nick Saban, you know, after being after uh, coming from his coaching tree. And as much as I don't like Jimbo, I, I honestly think that they could be a problem for Alabama. Uh, I'm going to give it to Alabama, but I think it's going to be real close. So that's one of mine. And then obviously Notre Dame going on the road, number 10, and playing Louisville. So Notre Dame's only favored by a touchdown. They are going on the road. We have seen them struggle at times. We've had seen them do great at times. Plummer for Louisville is not doing near as good as, as Hartman. Hartman's got 14 touchdowns, no picks. Plummer's got 11 touchdowns, six picks. They're running the ball better. I mean, they are just overall doing better. And defensively, Notre Dame's got a better defense. But you would expect stuff like that, you know what I mean? Looking at Louisville and looking at Notre Dame, you would expect that. I'm going to give it, even though they're going on the road, I'm going to give it to Notre Dame this week, and they better not screw me over for picking them. They're just weird. What a weird team right now. I mean, yeah, I don't know what to say about them. I mean, they're playing like one of the top five schools, and then they're also playing like a bottom 25 school. <laughs> they're still playing like they're a top 25 team, but they can't decide if they're in the top or the bottom. Mm-hmm. So. Well... I got nothing else in uh in the college world, man. All right, well, uh, let's roll into this MLB a little bit, man, and let's talk about that. So the playoffs have begun, and they've kind of went, I would say, relatively close to what we thought. You know, uh, I did not have the Diamondbacks making it, and they did. They barely made yep. it, but they made we'll it. We'll have to go back and check that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see where we landed with all this. Yeah, I did not have the Diamondbacks making it. so And they did. I remember you subbed them out, but I can't remember who you subbed them out for. Um, The Cubs. 
It was the Cubbies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the Cubs barely missed it. So, well, first off, man, on the AL, we got the Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Minnesota Twins. Right now, the series is controlled by the Twins. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, before we even started this, I had already picked who I was going to win, and I was wrong three out of four times. So I'm still able to meet all my predictions, but I was wrong three out of the four. So Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Minnesota Twins. Winner plays number two, Houston Astros. I had the Minnesota, I had the Minnesota Twins winning it. Uh, two to one. Obviously, the Blue Jays lead one to nothing. I think the Blue Jays, man, up until they won yesterday, they had lost six of their last ten games. While the Twins had won seven of the last ten, and the Twins seem to be hot at the right time. And I know you like that saying. That being said, the teams they face at the end all had losing records, except for the Cincinnati Reds, and that was only one game. So it was kind of tough, but I went with you and said, hey, Hot Hand wins it and don't really care about the quality of wins per se. Hot Hand wins it. I still have the Twins winning 2-1. to one. Who do you got winning in this one, man? So Tay would hate me if I pulled for anybody but the Blue Jays in this. And baseball is a game of streaks. It's just, man, that's the thing about baseball. It's just crazy. It's hard to say. They're just now starting the game now. They're 0-0, zero to zero, so we have no insider information on that one. But all that being said, I, I'm going to have to pull for the Blue Jays. I'm going to have to pull for the uh, the team that's outside of the country, and then so that way Tay continues to be my friend. Maybe he'll start commenting again on all of our stuff. Yeah, he lost his star. So. Yeah, well. we took that from you. <laughs> the, right. other thing, the other thing is uh, – just so for your info, towards the end of baseball, when teams feel like they've made it into the playoff, like maybe they haven't clinched the number one seed, but it's the you know they've clinched the playoff. Mm-hmm. They rotate so many good players out that it's just garbage time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that too. So next we got uh, but all said, I know you got number six Blue Jays beating number three Twins. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> What is uh what is the final? Are they gonna sweep them or is it gonna be two one? I think they'll sweep. Ooh, okay, okay. Next we got the number five Rangers taking on number four Tampa Bay Rays. Again, I had the Rays winning this series. The Rangers lead one to nothing. Uh number one or excuse me, the winner of this one plays the number one Baltimore Orioles. So Tampa Bay had won four of their last five home games. Excuse me, four of the last five games. They also put up a lot of runs in each game. The Rangers did sweep them after the All-Star break, though, so we knew kind of could be an issue for the, for the Rays. With that all being said, I still give it to the Rays to win the series 2-1. to one. Who do you got in this one? Well, you want me to... Before you say that, I'm going to give you some insider. We're at the bottom of the seventh, and it's 7-0 to zero Rangers to race. Well, excuse me, it's what? It's 7-0 to zero Rangers over the race at the bottom of the seventh. Mm, how are you going to get swept, <laughs> man? How are you going to get swept? <laughs> You're going to start off with one of the best starts. Mm, yeah, and this, I mean, that's, I'm going to tell you what, you get swept in the first round, dude. First off, like, your season was, so anyway, your season was uh, a bust. You, 
you gonna stick with your guns. Maybe the Rays will have a ninth inning comeback. I mean, I done said it now. I, I, we know it's okay. probably not gonna happen, but I done said it now. And by the time this podcast well, comes out, everybody can be like, "He's wrong." He was right, way wrong. Uh, well, with uh, with my with my insider source, I'm gonna have to go with the Rangers on this one. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's wow, dude. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, that's I mean, godly, dude. Hey, maybe they'll call up the Boston Bruins and ask them about it. It's horrible. Seven to nothing. Oh, yeah. Best start in baseball. Uh, Here we are. Uh, they, uh, ended, uh. they ended the season uh, not too hot overall. They didn't even break 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely fizzled out. 99 and 63. <laughs> <sighs> well, oh well. Got over to the... Over to the other side there, John. <laughs> Do what? Has to take us over to the other side. <laughs> I'm going to... So these games are not on right now. Just so you I know. know, I've done pulled it up now. So we got the <laughs> NL right. Number six, Diamondbacks going to take on number three, Milwaukee Brewers. Diamondbacks do lead it one to zero. The winner will play the number two, LA Dodgers. Doesn't really matter which one of those win. The Dodgers will win it all against them. So, but Brewers have won six out of the last ten games coming into last night, and four out of the last five. Well, Arizona had only won four of their last ten and lost in their final four games in a row. Arizona barely made it into the playoffs. And at one point, they had a nice lead in the playoff hunt. So they almost kind of threw it all away. With that being said, Brewers win 2-1. Who you got in this one? So baseball may be a game of hot streak, but it's also weird in the postseason because a team can just get hungry and decide to win out of nowhere. I think Arizona will end up winning two to one, but uh, my dad's actually here and wants to have a guest pick on who he thinks will win. Oh, man. He's taking a sip of his drink now. Oh man, who do you think's uh, gonna win? Post postseason baseball. Who do you think's gonna win the series between Arizona and Milwaukee? Right now, the Diamondbacks lead at one to zero. Yeah, no doubt, it's gonna be the Diamondbacks. Oh, stop it! Are they gonna sweep the series? or Are they gonna win two to one? Oh, they're going to sweep. You watch this. Oh. No doubt. Diamondbacks been hot all year. Oh. All right. <laughs> there, there, there you go, John. Oh. There's your guest pick. Your dad has been disowned. Ugh. Oh. I can't go for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> he said you're disowned. <laughs> I can't go for the Diamondbacks, man. Freddie, I can't go for him. Right, you're out of the wheel. You're out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it, man. I just can't do it. Ugh. Man. All right, well. Do they, so he said sweep? Oh. Yeah, they're going to get swept. Oh, no, sir. No, it sir. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> hey, <laughs> next we got the number five Miami Marlins going to play the number four Philadelphia Phillies. I got this one right, man. Phillies leave one to nothing. Hey, winner plays the number one team, the Atlanta Braves. Miami ranks 26 in runs, and their pitching is average. Meanwhile, the Phillies are putting up those runs, ranking eighth, and got a top 10 bullpen. So they have struggled as the season kind of winded down while the Marlins have done well. But playoff baseball, man. So Phillies turning it around. They already won. I said Phillies sweep this one. So far, I'm starting off right. Who you got in this one? Hey, I mean, you get postseason MVPs for a reason and guys that step up in the postseason. And as much as I don't like to say it, Bryce Harper is one of those guys. I had to agree with you. Philly sweeps. 
All right, man. All right. So we shall see by the time we come on our next podcast. We should be talking about possibly who's going to win the next round. We should be correct. Yeah, we should be in the next round by the time we come back. There's no reason that by then. Let me uh, me throw a little question out to you. Baltimore, Houston, Dodgers, Braves. Anybody in there you think is going to struggle when they come out? Get rusty, having the time off, or just, you know, the competition may just be tough for them. Think any of them going to struggle? So, I think Atlanta did learn from last year. So, that's why they're doing these, like, they're bringing up Gwinnett to play against their AAA team to kind of stay going instead of just getting cold. Last year, they took the time off and didn't play as hard. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think these are all good teams that want to win are always here and stay in the hunt. So their advantage is the fact that over these past few years, they've learned what it takes to stay ready. Okay. Does that, right. make, does that make sense? Like they, they kind of, this isn't yeah. like a phenomenon to them. I would have to say, man, if any of them is going to struggle, maybe Baltimore. I don't think Dodgers. I don't think Braves. And unfortunately, I don't think the Astros are going to struggle I think Baltimore Bay would be the only one, but that would be it. But, all right, Ray Ray. Well, with that being said, man, we are uh, we're at that time of the show where we throw out some uh, sports facts. So, do you got any for me? Uh, yeah, so since the beginning of the NFL, there have been 75 total teams before the merger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that one. Uh it was pretty neat. Learned that the Packers got their name because of a packing store bought their rights. Because of a store? Yeah, the Packers. They were meat packers that started the team. So they called them the Packers. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's that. It's nothing real to it. But majority of your NFL teams all got their names by a fan. Like, what, what's the word? Like they mail it in, they did fan uh, competitions to send in names, and so that's how majority of your current teams got their names is by the fans sending in stuff. So the Falcons got theirs because they thought the bird was very majestic and things like that. Hmm. Okay. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Dad said the American the Native Americans named the Braves. That's how the Braves baseball team got theirs. I can believe that. Well, my sports fact is uh, so far this season, the total amount of time the New York Giants have had a lead in all four of their games combined is 19 seconds. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. I, I know if you were there for a minute, I was. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Nineteen seconds. Just trying to take it in. Nineteen seconds. Yeah. That's and how pain. many weeks? Four. We're 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 about to start week five. Depending on how this maybe we'll goes, have, maybe we'll get the average of five seconds. I don't think week, week five is going to go their way either. So it, it no. maybe nineteen seconds through five Might weeks. Go down. It can't the go. Average is going down. Oh, the average will go down. I'm about to say they can't the lose seconds. Yeah. Yeah, the average can go down, though. 
Oh man, well uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give you my shout outs this week So, got me a couple So first off, I have to shout out We did, uh, we just concluded our first Fantasy Baseball Late to Work Sports League And uh, your boy ran the show for probably over half of it I set it number one Then I kind of slacked off and had some people kind of poke at me and take it from me for a minute and I took it back. No big deal, right? And then we played the final night and I was up mm, point and a half, two points, something like that. And uh, locked in my roster. Like, yeah, I got it. Was watching the stats come in. Boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. Racking them up. Home run by this guy. Yeah. You know, tearing it up, whatever. Woke up the next morning. Logged in there and checked. And Mr. Big Fish himself not only passed me, but beat me by three points. So Man, and we got, were clowning him the whole time. Dude, he got a four or five point swing in one night. In one night. I mean he took it away from me for a very short period of time and I took it back and was like, nah. And going into the final week, dude, I was ahead like five, six points. I mean, it was me, then him, then like I don't remember who was third, but they were like five or six points behind him. So I was like, no problem. It's just fishing me, but I got it. Well, fish ended up beating me. So like we said, fish, we're going to get your address, man. We're going to send you some late to work sports gear and, uh, congratulations. Don't hold on to it too much. Cause I'm going to take it next year. So, uh, second shout out would have to be, uh, our fantasy football league is, is going and it's pretty good so far. So, uh, I was 0-2 to start out, but I'm 2-2 and now. So I think you're doing much better this year than you did last year. I am obviously not doing better. but Yeah, I already won a game, and it's not towards the end. That's yeah. already not better. <laughs> I don't see your name as Struggle Bus this already. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the Struggle Bus. I was getting ready to name mine Struggle Bus, man. I had a message people. I was like, well, the season's over. Once Nick Chubb went down, I was like, that's it. But I've made some some plays and made some stuff happen, and I'm competing now. I think I'll make the playoffs at least if I keep my playoff streak going. You know what I mean? That's all that matters. So, but uh, I want to give a shout out to my mother-in-law. She traveled all the way across country with uh, me, my wife, and our kids. So she helped my wife a lot. Shout out to my wife for making the drive and pushing through because. Having three young kids and traveling roughly 40 hours with them in a car, not necessarily the funnest thing to do, especially in a four to five day span. So shout out to, to mother-in-law. You know, thank you, Lisa, for coming. We've really enjoyed it. Gotten, gotten, got to kind of make new memories, man. We went and seen the Alamo, you know, we got to uh, eat a steak in Texas. And if you've never done it, that's the best steak I've ever had. Their meat does taste different. Their beef is just different, man. I don't, I don't. I heard it was, and I was like, okay, whatever. It's different. It was good. Best steak I ever ate. So, um, but yeah, man, just those are really my uh, my big shout outs this week. You know, shout out to my wife. Shout out to my mother in law Lisa. And shout out to Big Fish for uh, beating me minutes to midnight. So, what about you? You got any shout outs? Yeah, I can't compete with those, so I'm just going to put mine away for next week. What do you mean? You ain't got nothing? <laughs> I no, I don't got nothing for you. No, no nothing. Uh, what nothing about really. What about that dude you keep sharing pictures on your Facebook of? 
Oh, you're talking about Blooper? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, shout out to Blooper for recognizing me every single time I go take a photo with him. <laughs> <laughs> we were standing in line, and he saw me and pointed me out. Oh, uh, not that guy, <laughs> might, but that's funny. <laughs> I might be famous. Uh, <laughs> famous among mascots. Oh, man. The mascot knows you. Does he, you need to tell him your name, man. You give him That's what you need to do. Yeah. You need to get him to wear a late-to-work shirt. That's something. Figure it out. That's what we got to do. We got to get him one. I can't get him fired, though. Instead of pay. Yeah. Are they really going to fire the mascot? I don't know. That guy makes like $1,500 a game. Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't try to lose that job, either. I, make a, I mean, yeah, some good money, especially... For the season where you do as many games as you do. Yeah. So. Well, all right, man. Well, uh, we are at the end of the show. So I appreciate you coming on and uh, having your dad guest star with us, even though, you know, he picked the Dimebacks. I can't judge him for that. Yeah, guest picking. Yeah. So. Well, it don't matter. You might as well judge him. He's already wrote you out. <laughs> I think he's over there working on it. He's working on it now. It looks like. Rewriting it right now. <laughs> yeah. He's just gonna shred the last page. Oh it's like I can hear the shredder in the background firing up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well but alright man, well uh hey, with that Ray Ray, I don't got anything. You got anything? Yeah, I got nothing. Alright man. Well hey everybody, we're late to work sports. Make sure you're following us on all our social medias. Make sure you're following us on in Discord. If you got a Discord, come check us out. And uh, we're, we got some big things in the works, some guest hosts coming on, possibly some big names this year. So just kind of stay tuned, man. Make sure you're sharing it with your friends. You know, we're going to start doing giveaways and stuff like that. The more kind of, what do you call them, milestones we hit. So make sure you're kind of getting people out there and, and let them hear our stuff, man. Share us with your friends. So, But, hey, like I said, we're late to work sports. Hey, and with that, we out. See ya.